Welcome to the Mikdash Within, the series for the three weeks about struggling youth. This is Saratoga Best. Okay, the halacha for the day is the following. The base of Mikdash looked like it was sitting on the ground. And really it was not. It was constructed on a series of tunnels, of labyrinth-like tunnels. Why? Obviously a building is going to sit on the ground. But there's a real problem with sitting on the ground because we're talking about the holy base of Mikdash. And underneath, what do you have on the ground? All kinds of animals running around. In fact, interestingly, when we had the outdoor minions, the minyanim, the weeks that we were in quarantine, there were different shilas that came up because if you have certain kinds of people or, or certain unclean things walking through the middle of a minion, then there's a question on that, that minion. So how much more so is a base amygdash? It cannot be sitting on top of tumma, on top of impurity, on top of all kinds. Animals die and they're there, dead in the earth, and there's, <clears throat> there's the base amygdash on top of it. So the truth is <clears throat> that it wasn't. It never sat on top of this earth. It was sitting on air. Because the way it was constructed with these tunnels, this, this complex series of underground tunnels, essentially it was like, um, what are those, the hovercraft? You know, they look like they're in the water, these boats that are in the water, but they're really sitting on air. So one tunnel after another after another that is hollow, the building sitting on top of this, in truth, the building is sitting on air. Now, what does that tell us about struggling youth? Just like there are, the base of English looks one way, and to the untrained eye, you would think, oh my goodness. But really, there is another explanation that changes everything. That's the way it is almost always with, with struggling youth with the period of time we're in in history now in this chaotic time, you'll often find when it comes to a Jewish child, deep within themselves, there's an incredible love of God. It may be so concealed from your eye and from anybody else's eye, but it's not concealed from Hashem. And sometimes that incredible Yerushalayim, that incredible that incredible Avas Hashem, that love of Hashem, that the child was born with, that the child had until a pretty tender age, throughout their tender years. Sometimes that leads them to such an, an intense disappointment when they come into contact with different people and different experiences that are too traumatic for them to, to handle. They often get very broken at least temporarily, and seem to go into a life of what looks to us to be impure. Plain and simple, impure. Not your standard kosher Jewish lifestyle at all. It looks like we're leading the kosher Jewish life and we're just fine and they are, God forbid, sitting on impurity sitting on a bedrock 
of a foundational life of, God forbid, impurity. Plus, plus. And it can be heart-wrenching for parents, for teachers, for siblings, for friends, for anyone. And yet what we don't realize is that often that's only what our eye sees. Just like we would think, you look at the base of music, oh my goodness, it's sitting on impurity. It's sitting on a bedrock of impurity. How would we know? You have to have access to the construction plans, the architectural plans of the base amygdala to know that it's actually sitting on something completely different. Your eye won't see it. And so the same thing with our youth, that much of the time, maybe even most of the time, maybe even all of the time, what you're looking at is the same Jewish child that had deep love of of Hashem once upon a time, looking now as if they're sitting on a life of impurity, building a life right on a bedrock of impurity, God forbid. But what's going on in truth, the architectural plans behind the scene in their life that you're not privy to, they no longer share their actual thoughts and their deepest feelings with you. Or maybe with anyone. Maybe only with their friends. Maybe not even with their friends. Maybe only with Hashem himself. They're actually sometimes sitting on something that is very different. They're sitting on hollow tunnels. They're sitting on an emptiness. They're sitting on an emptiness that sometimes comes from deep shock, deep trauma, deep disappointment, and they're just blank. And they don't know who they are or what they are. They're just sitting on a bedrock of empty channels, empty, empty tunnels, waiting to be filled up once again with truth, which seems to have flown away from them. And so we feel judgmental and angry and pained. How can you sit on a bedrock of impurity and they're really not? Because at the end of the day, they have holy Jewish neshamas, halak and neshamalach, and they often know what to do to keep themselves spiritually pure to keep themselves looking like they're sitting on Tumah, and they have their reasons why. But in truth, they're keeping themselves away from the actual pure impurity, sometimes. Or what we're seeing is the impurity, but what they're seeing is they're sitting on empty tunnels. And so once we start to understand that about them, it starts to enable them to have the place and the permission to heal. Once we take the heavy burden of the intense anger and disappointment and, and pain and how can you do this and, how, and do you understand how you're damaging yourself and all of that, 
once one can step out of that and it's not simple, it's really not simple, somehow it creates an avenue for people to start to heal much more quickly. Instead of having to go the long, long route, they can do it they can do the fast route because they've gotten the understanding that they needed that starts to fill up the empty tunnels underneath them, the emptiness that they're sitting on. The emptiness under them starts to be filled with a restoring of faith that someone's there for them and believes in them. And the healing can be very, very profound. And in the end, they go on to become leaders, as they all will one day. And the one day can be tomorrow. So may we find ourselves immediately in these three weeks, in the weeks of the building of the third base of musician truth, so that way before this Tishabov, we stand there proudly and happily arm-in-arm with our youth, with full love of Hashem. Seeing Hashem and being seen by Hashem in the third base of Mishish, and may it be immediately now.